Willem, what do you think about a mailbag? Ooh, is it hairy? <laughs> no, I'm talking about where listeners send us bits of mail, notes, clapbacks, comments, questions. Feeds. And we answer them. I'm down for that. I I think um, constructive criticism exactly. is very important. And I would love for the audience to be a part of this podcast and to help us grow. Or at least we can act like we're going to take your advice. I'm personally really excited about this episode because... We, uh, it sort of happens in a vacuum, the podcast. So this is a chance for us to hear back from people who've been listening. Yeah. What are your responses? Do you have any questions for us as the host? What are we wearing? The very special Race Chaser mailbag episode is coming up. So that means you need to send us your questions to racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. Get them in too, because we don't have a specific date, but we need your comments and your questions and everything else like that, because we can't do it without you this is up to you and i know some of y'all got some dumb questions or why don't you do this in the you should do season you guys know why i have a question why was the fucking audio so fucked up on the first three episodes we can talk about that and that was an internal personnel struggle <laughs> no way reflecting upon the host several people have lost their jobs several heads that. rolled send us your your questions to Comments. race chaser podcast at gmail.com Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Race Chaser. Race Chaser. Hello. 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 And welcome back to Race Chaser, a podcast dedicated to the discussion and dissection and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, Race, starting from the very beginning. <laughs> my name's Alaska. What's yours? I'm Willem. Oh my gosh, episode seven. We did it. Girl, and this is the time in the season where it gets really close to the final episode and you really just want to know who wins. You're invested. You're dedicated. And then they're like, oh, and here's an episode where nothing happens. Here's, oh, and by the way, here's some bullshit. So we could sell another hour of ad space. I mean, bullshit. this happens on every show, every every type of show does mm-hmm. Does an episode. Girl, milk it. Get your coin. Get your money. Sell another episode. I'm not mad. Me neither. It adds to the suspense. And I will say that when I go back and watch the episodes Mm -hmm. and I watch them in order, I don't skip over this clip show. I I watch it because I find it, it does add a lot of new information and shading. You get to kind of know the people that you just watched and see like a personal side of them that you didn't know. Like it's kind of like the... It feels like a pilot episode, a long form pilot episode of Untucked. And I think the the clip show really highlights like it can make or break a contestant on how you feel about them once you get to see them outside of the realm of the game, you know? Totally. I think. RuPaul is backstage in a casual cami. Just casual cami. You know she's got track pants on. (laughs) She looks so pretty. Matthew just pulled up that hair quick. Right. Clipped it. The makeup is so soft. Mm. It's it's his interpretation, Matthew's interpretation of like she's not wearing makeup. She's mm-hmm. she's just hanging out. Yeah, this is casual cami. It's just it's like there's strobes he built into her makeup. You know, girl, it's so good. There may be a filter, a slight filter, but it's, her hair is that perfect proportion. It's double the size of her head. Mm-hmm. It fills it out, makes mm-hmm. her look petite. Mm-hmm. 
That's and the she's man. like eight feet tall. Right? Yeah. Sitting. She's the tallest Sitting, she's eight feet. person I've ever seen. It's like working with the person. Sphinx. Yeah. Yeah. It's just up there. Yeah. Monumental. She looks great. Um, and, and we start out the episode with a brief herstory lesson. She shows the dolls. Girl. And I love that it's like, it's like a bunch of queens who are like, they've passed away or like, or were legendary from the olden days. And then it's some who are like, still working, but your history, you're not. Um, I, I will say as we were going through, we're like, oh, cool, Divine. Yeah. Oh, Sophia Lamar. She sued Limelight. Um, oh, um, oh, Raja. <laughs> Raja's in there. She'll win in uh, three seasons. Raja's snuck in Raja. the Jackie Beats in there. Jackie Beats in there just hate being hateful. Your history, honey. Your yeah. history, darling. Hollywood Long, Divine, Lee Bowery, Lady Bunny, only from the back. They don't even show her front. No. How are they going to show a picture of the back of your friend? You can't legally show that Oh, you show showed the face. butt of me? You can't legally show that wow. face on camera. Wow. Constance, she was a Maplethorpe model, and she was the... Oh. You know her? The ball-headed one? She stuck the whip, uh, the... Was it a flower? Something up her ass. Forget. Was she the one who sings uh, in the garden <laughs> in Wigstock? Do you know Maybe. what I'm talking about? No, no I haven't seen Wigstock in a while. It's really good. Jackie Beat, looking beat. Jer Bear Jones Candace. is in there. Uh. Candace, uh, Justin Vivian Bond is Squeaky. in there. Squeaks. Bun Bun. Uh, Kelly. Kelly. <laughs> and the montage ends with Jeffrey Star. The future. The Amanda. future. Coco, Coco. Perfidia. Perfidia, girl. Uh, the sisters, Raja. Peaches. Were those the boulets? Look at Jeffrey's eyebrows. Was Jeffrey drag? I mean, I guess we could debate that for an entire episode. I think she's just flamboyant. I don't, I, I never considered her a drag queen. I just thought she was like a makeup artist who was very glamorous. Okay, that makes sense. Do you think is she a drag queen? Mm. It's not like Jeffree Star is her like drag character. Here's the or thing: something. Manny MUA and Jeffrey probably wear the same amount of makeup on the daily. They both wear makeup, a full face of makeup. Yeah, one does it natural, one does it neutral. Would I don't think I don't know if Jeffrey would be a drag queen. If Jeffrey's a drag queen by the amount of makeup he wears, that would also mean Manny's a drag queen, and Manny's definitely not a drag queen. So right. Um, that's hard math. Maybe we'll get her on the show. Yeah, that'd be cool. Who knows? I tried to get him to do something with me, and he told me, he called me back. He was getting his toes done, and I was like, are you using your feet on the phone? Like, uh-huh. you can't sit? Like, in hand? I don't know. She texts with her toes. I don't know. Full French tip. <laughs> Press-ons on the toes. Oh, my God. You know who probably has had an acrylic toenail or two? Uh-huh. Chanel. <laughs> Chanel. I have no doubt. You know she had a press-on toenail. I have no doubt. Yeah. She's she's bodied. She does not need pantyhose or stockings. She will not. She won't work at those establishments where they demand tights. <laughs> tights? I can't. I won't. Let them see it. <laughs> Let them suffer. Mm-hmm. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies. I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) 
I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or vegan and veggie. Also, you're going to want to discover the 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up for your springtime goals. The Factor meals were so great. I love that they came in a recyclable container and with very little waste. And oh, the yeah. food, delicious. My Taste buds had a party. Exactly. Really good. Really easy to make. Loved it. Not a lot of cleanup because Factor Meals eliminates the hassle of the prepping, the cooking, and cleaning up. Simply heat and savor the good stuff, and you can customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. And then pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Get chef-prepared meals on the table in two minutes with Factor's ready-to-eat meals. So you can get back to doing what you love this spring. And if you're looking for gourmet meals, try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. In fact, we're celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 drag 50. and use code drag50 drag 50. to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code drag50 50 at factormeals.com slash Drag 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is still active. This next segment, girl, this marks a very important uh, moment for me. This is the first time I ever appear on RuPaul's Drag Race. First TV appearance ever, too? Oh my goodness. Probably. Yeah. No, definitely. Cool. Yeah. No, I had just moved to LA. So 2009? Uh, it was like 2007. Wow. Yeah. Damn. I remember we were in our first apartment when we moved out here on Laurel right by Fubar. Mm-hmm. And they used some of the footage from, <laughs> from when they brought me into the office. And I did that horrible, ill-fated interview. And it's so funny because we were watching this and and Raven's on right before mine and she's like in front of this backdrop and I was like, I was trying to read. I was like, <laughs> oh, wow. she It looks like she went to a Sears like with the backdrop, the like watercolor backdrop. And then it literally cuts to me in the next frame and I'm in front of the exact same thing because that's the background from Duran Ophir casting offices. Oh, wow. She's beat. Oh, wow. But to go from her to you? Oh, girl. Raven and then Alaska. It's wow. a harsh edit. It's a girl. It's all there. I mean, it's not that different. That's her. It's not The that eyebrows different. are in the same spot. Yeah. They are. They're better, but they're in the same spot. Pretty much. Yeah. She's just. My work has settled a little bit since then. That's youth. My brow lift settled a little yeah. bit since then. So. Damn. Look at you. You're a baby. 
girl. I was wearing this black faux fur coat. I had the choker, mm-hmm. girl, always. Did you have makeup under the glasses? Uh, I. Were you pulling I a Valentina? I don't. I don't remember actually. I mean, Probably it, t- it takes balls to wear sunglasses, straight up glasses, and an audition. I w- I wonder what I was wearing on the bottom. I think I was literally wearing like a black panty and like fishnets and no padding. What is that a a, a bow in your hair? Like a it's a it's like a gift a, a gift, gift wrapping bow. curly CVS gift wrapping aisle bow. Because I was like, I'm a present. Oh wow! I'm a gift to you. Wow. You are. That was my literal. I had that thought when I put it on my head. There you go. What'd you have that thought about that wig? I'll tell you something about this <laughs> wig. Okay? Wig. This wig. Don't call it a unit. It ain't. It is a fucking unit. I went into. Okay. Do you have it? There's still? a story behind this. Okay. Do you want to? Yeah. Should we just get into the? Okay. So <laughs> I met this guy when I was working at Fubar in drag. And he was, like, sort of an older, like, rock and roll, like, very, like, I, I don't, uh, very, like, I don't know. But but we somehow exchanged numbers, however you exchange numbers in those days. And we ended up hanging out in the day one of these days. And I was, like, trying to make it clear to him, like, I'm not going to be in drag. I'm not a woman. Like, you know, just, like, fully disclosing so there's no surprises. Mm-hmm. And then it's, like, then he came over and we were, like, hanging out. And I was, like... Oh, this was a mistake. Like he's in the daytime. This is not. And he was just sort of like, wait, was he a chaser? I I don't. I, I honestly I don't know. But Got he it. he he was like. I think I, I, I sucked think, him. No, okay. <laughs> chances are, <laughs> he was kind. I think he was kind of like crazy. And but a did he buy bit. you that wig? No, my, oh. no, mom. I thought I so, thought it was going to go to like it, uh, he bought me a wig. To, <laughs> <laughs> in order to get out of the situation and get out of the house, mm-hmm. I said, "Why don't we go for a walk?" I think we were stoned. We, we went for a walk. We walked by out of the closet on Santa Monica Boulevard. We went in, and lo and behold, this giant pink wig. The, it is full. It was huge. It's styled. It's great. Yeah, and I went. I. It was like $25, and I I didn't have that money at the time, but I said, I need I need this wig. And I bought it, and it got me out of this weird date that I was on, and, uh, and I since gifted it to some young drag queens in Pittsburgh. Nice. It's a legacy item. It's a legacy A legacy item. unit. It truly is. I love it. A legacy unit. Well, you won the Little Miss Booger Ball, let Girl, me tell you. There's a lot of girls in this segment. I'm not. I refused. Uh, you didn't do, want to do the. Uh, I didn't want to make a tape. In the office. Mm-mm. Oh, and they didn't invite you into the office. That too. They invited <laughs> Raven, Tammy, Sahara's in there, Pandora's in there a lot. Um, who else? Nasha Lopez. Yeah, Nasha. A uh, very young, tradesy Nasha Lopez. There's an entertainer named as Lucky Deep Ford. Girl, that's Arise. I know. I she- was like, yes. She's been at it for longer than I knew. Truly. Detox is in there, honey. Jenna, Jenna Jessica Diamond, who Jessica. now has Tiggle Bitties. <laughs> She's lovely. I follow Sandra, her. Sandra, I know she didn't from San Fran, I think. Yes. Ooh. Trade Chill Lopez. <laughs> Nicole Page Brooks is featured. Hev. Heavily. Ginger Sexton. Lana Lakes. Oh. Girl. Seems like Nasha was considered. Pandora. Yeah, totally. 
And that's the thing I always tell girls. T. If you're auditioning for the show mm-hmm. and you don't get it, darling, that that just means you're in the file, okay? Mm-hmm. And that's further along than you were before. It's good to be in the file, I think. Because then they can place you in a group where you're going to make sense. I know Asia almost got on a season before, but her give update for her national title was the first day that they had to go away and film. She would have had to miss it, and she wouldn't miss her give up. She's that much of like a good pageant girl. She fulfills oh, yeah. commitments. And now she's perfect this season. You know, Who knows what she would have done on six? Exactly. So I remember talking to her about it. Yeah. But- so sometimes it's just a placement issue. And you know what, girl... The show is not going anywhere, so... Mm-mm, no. Keep auditioning, children. You made four tapes before you got on, right? Or five? Well... First season, you didn't really make a tape, right? Right. But I did technically audition. Yeah. Two, I made sort of a joke tape. Three, I really got serious. Four, I got super serious. You didn't get that one. You got close on four. Very close. Yeah. The closest. Did you cry? Girl, it was one of the hardest days. How do you how do you celebrate with like your you know it was, your other half? It was and he and, gets on and you didn't. Did you find out the same day that uh, you didn't get it and he did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gag. Gag and Sola. And I was, you know, I wasn't at a place where I was young. I was not at a place where I could be like, good for you. And No, where's no, a bottle? I Let me drink pissed. it and then stab you. And then I'll set your shit on fire. Right. That's what I would have done if if he had gotten on and I was dating him and oh, I had it. Was, it. it was it was a hard day. I remember it very vividly. It's burnt in my mind. It's good that you meditate now. Yeah, <laughs> truly. Truvy. <laughs> I'm a chain. I'm a chain. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're moving on to uh, seeing some of the audition tapes from some of the girls who made it on the show. Some of season one's dolls. Pork Chops is very dignified and presented. It's presentation for her, honestly. Pork Chop knows what she's doing when it comes to getting into mm-hmm. a movie or a film project or whatever. Yeah. Obviously, because even this little glimpse of the audition tape... It, it's showing her personality. She literally, the curtain opens and she's there on the stage. Lit. Hi. She had lights. Hello. Mm-hmm. And she's so good. This That line about, you know what? I'm Victoria Parker, but all my friends call me Pork Chop, so I want you to call me Pork Chop as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, that... It's just endearing immediately. It's like, oh, you want to, yeah. you know, you could, you could tell how she is on the mic. Yeah. She's funny. Yes. You know, upbeat. Charming, um, disarming. All that. Yeah. Yeah. And they probably knew her from pageant, too, because she had done, um, mm-hmm. uh, was it was it Miss, Tran- was it Trantasia? It's Gay U- US of A. She was, she's in Trantasia as well. Yeah, I, I knew her from Trantasia before Drag Race, I think. The World's Most Beautiful Transsexual Contest? Was that what that was called? Um, yeah. I think it was. Yeah, even though some of them definitely weren't transsexuals no but pork chop went on the casting call anyway and she said yeah. i can do that she says sign me up girl i could fit it i mm-hmm. could fit the bill mm-hmm. jade looks so beautiful and natural in hers and she puts her mom in the video yeah it's cool it's cool seeing baby jade yeah wig head and she says make sure you vote for me so ma- maybe I- there was some like online voting thing that they had to do and 
I could see that. It was very... It Girl, was 2007. Gra- grassroots engagement. Vote for me on MySpace. It was very that time period. Yeah. So who knows? Look at Tradesy Brown. Tammy Brown obviously went in out of drag for an interview and in drag for an interview. You know he's going to be bothered to go the first time. Girl. Like you're going to need to come back in drag. Mad. Or maybe he got ready there. Wow, those proportions. I kind of feel like me and Tammy look like each other a little. You should do a Tammy illusion one night. I should. Very Tootsie Lou. Very, <laughs> very like a swimsuit mm-hmm. and a tutu. Yeah. And like very classic hair. I'll just do my own wet set. Use your natural hair. <laughs> Frizz at the bottom, flat at the top, Marcel down. <laughs> All that. <laughs> oh, the show Angina. Angina mentioned that her tape was one long, hour long, just her obviously getting in drag. It was a last minute thing. Yeah. yeah. But so she was li- literally doing the original one take drag video. She did that. She said, just turn the camera on. I'm going to sit here, get in drag, then go eat a hot dog. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a little interview section too, probably. She shows like some stuff that she's made, I think. Yeah. With a, some shit she's glued to her head. I don't know what she does. Girl, you know. Akasha. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, Akasha. In a freakum bikini. Not even a freakum dress. A freakum. It's a one piece, but it's one piece you don't you don't need right now. That strip down the middle. I know exactly where she gets all of her clothes. Like, oh I see what Akasha's wearing in this audition tape, and I'm like, it's Fredericks of Hollywood. It's Leg Avenue. Straight up Boulevard. We walk past it all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's what, it's yeah. the kind of outfits they sell in the front of the hair stores. It's stripper clothes. Yeah. It's and like, she's, she knows her product, and she's delivering at all times. It's a good scoochie garment. She's got a, always got a little scoochie dress on. Yeah. You got a little scoochie outfit on? You can pull it up or pull it down, uh-huh. depending on what the, what the session requires. You, s- you scooch it. <laughs> <laughs> you scooch it. That's why it's called scoochie. a scooch. Scooch, yeah. Everybody's got a good scooch dress. <laughs> and then we have Chanel. Oh, wow. Chanel's explanation <laughs> during this audition tape is so good. If you're wa- we we encourage you to watch along with us mm-hmm. at home, but really just download this episode for this Chanel moment. It's another Chanel monologue. A, a huge plethora of different I have a huge plethora of different shoes, this different types of gowns and character costumes and illusions. And it's almost like she tells the cameraman, so we'll start on the portrait of me, and then we'll work our way left through the many wig and headpieces. Girl, you know they did this. I have some amazing, amazing things. (laughs) A little bit. She gave a full fucking (laughs) hockey shoulder blade check. <laughs> a little bit of a shoulder, and then you, and then a slight walk off. She's so good. And then I want you to have a good tomorrow. What does she say? Oh my God! So it's until we meet again in, in Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. I'm Chanel, and I'll see you soon. Good night. Good night. Good night. 
And she started the. It's like how she ended the the pageant speech. You good know, afternoon, like, everyone. And I hope everyone has a good evening. On this wall, I have a bunch of divine character costumes, illusions, pieces. These are my things. Along this wall, I have a plethora of different shoes and wigs. Uh, options from Cher to Barbara Streisand, even a wink to Queen Amidala. And so, thank you, judges, and good night. <laughs> <laughs> Starts with good day. Good night. God damn. We'll talk to you soon after a break. We're going to go for a break. Good night. Good night. We are back. From break. Ga 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 Raka ga dee ta Face, 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 beauty face, active face. We are back and the next segment. <laughs> it's challenging because you wonder if they knew about the Mary Poppins revival. <laughs> RuPaul brings in her her judges, uh, Merle Ginsburg and Santino Rice. And it looks like they yeah, were both I- dressed very casually in the street uh, chimney sweepers clothes. And then Rue saw them and said, I know, I'll make you chimney sweepers. Wear these old bowler hats. Santana, you flip the brim down. It does seem like a last minute styling thing to be like, well, let's make it cohesive and give you both. We found these these hats on the the fake set in the back where we hung up these gowns. (laughs) These gowns that RuPaul's never seen. Yeah. Oh, I think it's kind of sweet. I think Merle's giving kind of like a Streisand, Diane Keaton, Annie Hall thing, right? It's like yeah. Rue says, after this, let's go do Pippin. <laughs> They're doing that. Why are they wearing They're those hats? revival of, uh, uh, of, the, uh, of uh, Oliver. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, um, they're they're there to recap the best fashion moments of the season, and they show yes. Merle writing with a pen, just indecipherable notes. Judging, judging. I I know when whenever I have to judge a competition for drag, I take it very seriously. Um, uh, Miss, <laughs> you basically derailed my birthday show. You know that single handedly, yes. you derailed it. But that I should have just rigged it like any self respecting competition. Yeah, but that wasn't me. That was drugs, girl. Uh, I was, what? Just weed? That was poppers. Weed. Poppers is not a drug. <sighs> It lasts five seconds. I I was fucked up that night. And a bitch got me wet. I think you were on an edible. (laughs) It was! On an edible, edible, edible. Yeah, I had that clear backpack filled with shit. Yeah. We did it. You did, won my that birthday night. show. We did. Oh, I, that was a good I night. I wasn't running in the competition. Oh. I was hosting the competition. It was my birthday show, and I did an Alaska contest. I might have been fucked up then, too. Your score sheets, you were a judge, and your score sheets were so indecipherable. By the end, you stopped <laughs> judging people. And so I sort of just like averaged your like scores and. I was trying I wanted my friend to win because I thought he did the best but he ended up not winning because your scores because you gave him a zero because you got water on you oh yeah I was mad I was oh so pressed God. I refused to have a seat even though I was sitting <laughs> and I I was fucked up and I almost ruined everything but I do remember having a good time and that score sheet I, I do remember writing uh, <laughs> die, die in a fire <laughs> instead of an actual score Somebody I wrote as many numbers of pi that I could remember, 3.141628. 
Um, but I tried to score fair. No, next time <laughs> I'm just rigging it. Yeah, rigging it. You oh. heard it here first on Race Chaser exclusive. Rigged. We have some, they basically go through like uh, uh, fits of fashions on the runway. And Tammy looks lovely, just floats out. Drag on a dime. She's a fit model. Uh, Jade's princess look. Rebecca's girl group mini dress. Oh, wow. Jade's schlong showcase. <laughs> Basically, they just sh- showed Jade's crotch in three different outfits. Wow. Well, honey, use the skills to pay the bills. Bibi Zahara's uh, white cat suit. Walking an imaginary leopard on a I chain. Love, I, I envision that now when I see that string of diamonds. That's what you do. You walk an imaginary, wrist. very expensive, an albino crocodile. Yes. Very expense. Speaking of albino crocodiles, Nina. Nina flowers pretty much everything. Like her array of pantsuits is unstoppable. Bitch, how many slacks do you think she got? 60, Girl. I bet. 70. Yeah. Tons. Yeah. She's the original pants queen. Pants on the runway. They should have brought her back for pants on the runway. She, she would have been great. I she mean, could have Alyssa Edwards as a as like a consultant. Yeah. Yeah. There's only so many people you can remember to push through, though. <laughs> yeah. Angina comes through with. I mean, this is so fashion. Fashion. Yeah. It's so well. You could tell she did um, visuals and buying and stuff, and she's worked in the fashion market yes. as um, an executive. Yeah. You know, because she her taste is so great. Yeah. Um, then we have Chanel. Who is another barometer for taste. Girl, I mean, it's drag. Yeah. If you were at the club, you would be scared of this bitch because she is stoned from head to toe and she's wearing nails. Mm-hmm. And she's going to change. She's going <laughs> to, you know, she'll have a wardrobe change. Yeah. So, And she will have a drag slave. He will be helping her. Oh, yeah, girl. Some of us girls can't get dressed by ourselves no more. I just went on tour and I'm like, really? You can't you can't do up your own corset? Gah. Gah. Making everybody late. Gah. And Gah. then Gah. and then I brush out her wig for it. It looks great on me, and then she wears it and didn't look good anymore. Oh my god. Who are you referring to? What are you talking about? One of my sisters. Uh Bibi Zahara is in this list. The leopard cat suit, mm. oh, corset over top, giant The cat suit in question. Girl, yes. Uh, Nina Flowers again, her drag on a dime. Is such a daring look. It is. That's again, a- pants. Short, short pants. Girl, name me a drag queen who can pull off short pants. Someone who's 5'5". Five, five. He's got yeah. a tiny muscular V-frame. He's He can pull off looks that we couldn't even imagine. Girl. It's like high fashion leprechaun. Yes. With the, the scarlet plaid pant. And then who comes in as number one? RuPaul. RuPaul. All of her gowns are made by Zaldi. And I think he did a great body of work for this first season. And yeah. I mean all the seasons. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, I love it because it's a variation on a theme. And Gown. it is 
gown category. It's a column dress, usually. And to do that over and over and make, make it, it different, make the details slightly different. Then when she has legs sometimes, then it's like a huge, You're like, over. everyone yeah. is just... You saw Rue's ankle? Damn. Girl, yeah. Matthew told me that whenever Rue does legs, mm-hmm. she has she's padded from ankle to hip. Like even her this, he padded her out. Like the calf. He said that she was padded from ankle to hip. I saw the calves and they were padded. Yeah. I love that though. Why not make everything fake? Mm, that yellow. Oh. Yeah. These Ugh. are beautiful pieces. All these amazing. And I love that they show them at uh DragCon. Yeah, I one I make sure at one point in DragCon I'm very high and I just go look at the dresses. Yeah. Stand under them. I, I kind of want a heist one like Carmen San Diego like I want to steal one. Cuz I bet we're a similar size. It would be good and long on me. Yep. <laughs> so now if one of the dresses goes missing, I'm going to be a prime suspect. Well, first they'd look at me. I really want one of her doesn't gowns. I love that green one she disqualified me in. It was yeah. like emerald green jade and her hair was like... Yeah. I loved it. Very good. But that fringe one's really great too. Yeah. We get to see next, we get to see some really like loose and lively behind the scenes action from the girls which i love like you can really tell they're partying and having you a can good tell time. they're drunk they're full well bb said they were cocktailed yeah they were fully cocktailed they got those girls right together yeah and it seems like there were roving cameras at all times and the girls were like playful with them mm-hmm. and like interacting chanel told them she didn't want to see him tuck Right, which I respect. Were you um, modest on the set with the cameraman? No. Uh-uh. And you, actually, were tra- you were trying to fuck Sarge, weren't you? No, but I ended up fucking another guy um, from the set. He grabbed my ass on promo day when oh I was in God. like this gold spike thing. And I told this uh, PA, I told Chanel because I thought it was funny. And then Chanel told this other PA named Casey, this uptight Republican girl who told us all on the first day, I don't really know about gay marriage or whatever. Uh, we were like, what? You stupid bitch. We were, like, we were trying to hang out with her at the pool. She's so dumb. Um, anyway, though, she... Uh, I heard you made her cry. We did make her cry. Okay. She said some ignorant shit. Yeah. So we we corrected her. But um, she got all offended. And he's like, no, he can't be touching y'all like that. And we're like, girl, he just grabbed our ass. He likes it. It was me and Kenya. And then I ended up fucking him five years later. Wow, you uh, you really work slowly. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I tried. You um, had to let the contract limitations <laughs> run out. <laughs> Girl. It's <laughs> on nothing. <laughs> yeah. I think that's sweet. But you can tell, like, there... And, I mean, this is the first time there's been a show like this. There's never been a show about drag like this. Yeah. Never. So uh, Jade is explaining, this is how I tuck my dick. BB explains contouring and cooking. Uh-huh. Jade is explaining, and the person behind the camera is like, so where is it? Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's down here. She points to between her shoulder blades. <laughs> Pull it. It's gone. Girl. That's what the subtitle literally says. Pull it. It's gone. She's a fan of the Monster Mash, as am I. Monster Mash, when you just smash it all back into a monstrosity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not ergonomic if you're trying to be sleek, that's all. Well. If you have pads, it's doable. Yeah. Next, they basically do a recap of the whole season. 
which we will now do for our podcast. So, on episode one, uh, we started... I'm just kidding. We're not going to do that. Oh, good. I was like, really? <laughs> You're like, like, God oh, damn, shit. the sun is going down on this good day. I was like, there goes anything I planned on doing. That the Lord hath made. No, they go through and they basically say, like, that we did this challenge. This person won. la di da di 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 Raka kachiti ta So, on episode one Wait, of season did, one. How did we skip helicopter? Oh, yeah. Oh, I talked about showing... Oh, we need to go back to that. Okay. So, long story short, I definitely did fuck a crew member also. But you did. You were helicoptering. I was showing off my ass in a jockstrap a little bit. And Fifi made a little comment. But you were giving shows. You were carrying. Well, it was the first day. And literally, I was so overjoyed to be in the workroom. Finally, after all these years of wanting to be on the show, I was like, girl, I just want to get naked and swing my dick around. Did Detox do it with you? No. I really? Don't, well, I don't. She's always a copter girl. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I didn't. Th- I mean, I'm such an, I'm like kind of a nudist. Mm-hmm. So I didn't think it was that, you know, I could I see you in, that a, shocking or crazy. in a floor length cardigan when you're older. A floor length cardigan? Like a thin, flimsy cardigan. Like, just for. I own one. Do you? Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. It's like gothic. On there. It's my house coat. A little house coat. (laughs) Bitch, I got a house shoe. I love a house shoe. Girl, I love I bring one backstage with me to all the gigs now because that's what I wear backstage because I don't want to be getting my tights dirty. And I'm not bringing a bath mat. I'm not Chad Michaels. He brings a bath mat everywhere. Girl, she's. She's smart, but I ain't bringing a bath mat to the club. No, I love a good slide. Yeah. Just for backstage. A gooch. Just a gooch. Or a little denim. Mm-hmm. So what are we doing? <laughs> oh, yeah. So look, wait, you were swinging look, around your dick. It's frozen on the screen of RuPaul looking really disapproving at Willow wow. right now. <laughs> She's literally like, really, bitch? Really, That's bitch? That's what she looks like right really, now. Really, bitch? She's, um, She's like, really? <laughs> did you put your dick on anything when you were helicoptering in the workroom? No, but I wasn't totally naked. I had on a sombrero. Had a girl and a mic strap. Some Chanel number no. five. <laughs> it the was radio. So fun. It was. I just was so overjoyed to be there. Nice. And that's my way of celebrating. When you walked in, do you were you? She's. Um, she's like really. <laughs> yes. Were you right? Well, I remember Dita. <laughs> I remember as soon as the cameras cut on that first day walking in, the cameras were like, okay, we're cut. Detox came over to me and she was like, okay, let's send all these girls home. (laughs) She said that to me. (laughs) She said that. Wow. She was very confident. Well, no, I mean, it was, no, you can kind of, I think you can kind of feel it out. Yeah, I, I had mine five out of six right. Drag queens are like dogs. Like we have a very keen sense. Yeah. Who's afraid? Who's oh, you're confident. new? Uh-uh, okay, she'll go home early. Yeah. Yeah. You can immediately feel it out in a mm-hmm. room. You could tell who clams up, like, once they get there, who's, you know, it separates the men's from the boys with the drag queens. It's like, yeah. you can be just as innovative off stage and make the cameras follow you, or you're going to blend in and no one cares, you know? Right. I guess. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Hey, everybody, we're going to talk about Untuck now. <laughs> Or what Willow it, is for the record. Willow is over it because he feels like this isn't a real episode. <laughs> so he's like, "Why are we doing it, bitch? It's a clip show." And I was like, "We could just add it something." I don't. But it's good. It's content, and we like that. I think 
I think as clip shows go, this is actually a good one. It is. It's recapping stuff and it's adding new media, stuff you haven't seen before. Some clip shows are just like leading up to this, you know? Yeah. The Golden Girls clip shows, some of them are spectacular. Some of them, literally, it's just, okay, here's a bunch of scenes from old episodes. That got cut. Yeah. Yeah. No, not even that got cut. Like, you've already seen it and we're just playing it again because it's funny. Oh, wow. That's how TV used to work. We didn't have streaming. It wasn't always like you have it on demand. It was like, in case you wanted to see this again, here it is. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, but we we sort of see this predecessor to Untucked in here. It's basically BTS. Just showing the girls in their downtime in between the runway and whenever. And they were obviously cocktailed and having a, a kiki. And the cameras yep. were privy to it. And it's nice seeing that. Like, they were informing. They're talking about cooking and tucking and all these things that are mm-hmm. we know. So they're explaining it to these, you know, camera guys, these straight guys. Some of them probably aren't used to being in a dressing room situation with cameras so yeah they're talking and kicking they're ta- they're kicking they're reading the judges mm-hmm. they get back off that stage and they're like santino didn't win either santino didn't win oh my god Akasha calls him right out she said, chanel um, she talks about leaving the show uh in episode three maybe girl earlier episodes yeah. the girl group episode leaves. i think she's like well i'm taking your critiques every day and you're not giving me I, and I'm progressing and I'm changing based on them. Mm-hmm. And you're still not appreciating what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, pissed, pressed, plucked. The girls also read themselves. Nina's like, girl, I went out there and it, it the line was hit TV and I said HIV. Mm-hmm. She rips off her own wig and they're all just like falling out and having a good time. They're carrying and it's fun to see. Yeah. And it's obvious they're like, oh, well, maybe this could be its own kind of. You could tell Some it's in between because BB, I don't know if they knew that what was going to show or not, or she just took her whole goddamn wig off. They do that in Untucked now. You take your hair off? If it's a big, uncomfortable piece, people take it off. No, I do full fantasy. I don't believe in that. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. On Holsters 3, Trixie, every time they went in for deliberation, Trixie literally took her wig off and took her clothes off. The first thing she did and really? sat there in her pantyhose. And said, okay, who wants to cry? Damn. And you. Oh, I ripped my wig off when I had a tantrum. But, you know. For All Stars 3, were you in the control booth? Were you, were you kitty girling there every like, day? Pusher. Pusher. I watched um, that show. Unreal? No, the other oh. one. Um, the Elizabeth Moss one. What is that? Oh, The Handmaiden's Tale? Yeah, I watched it after I saw it referred to on Drag Race with uh-huh. that k- kitty girl bullshit. Mm-hmm. And it's cool. Yeah, it's uh, scary. Yeah. Because it's kind of realistic. Yeah. And not that far away. Hey, let's go on a break. Let's take a break. Hopefully we'll be back. Okay. Out of all the seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race, there's one contestant who stands out as an icon above all the rest. And that, of course, is Tammy Tammy Brown. Brown. Yes. So this is a segment we like to call Tammy Tidbits. Were there major production differences between uh, season one and when you went back for All Stars? 
Oh, yes. Haven't you seen the Interior Illusions Lounge we had? Yeah, what was it? Like a love seat and a slip-covered Ikea sofa? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. I'll give you that with little ants running around all over the place. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not ants and in the Interior police. Illusions Lounge. At least we're allowed unlimited cocktails. Oh, the good year. The good year oh. where you get good and drunk. Juju be uh, ruined that for everybody. That's what they say. Yeah. Now what do they do? Give you watered-down cocktails? We had one my season. You were allowed one. Yeah, we were allowed one on All-Stars. But me and Sharon snuck our own liquor in, and we were high off of Latrice's weed, and somebody was selling us weed, our nighttime PA. Oh, well, that's good. We had a you good time. giving it to you. Yeah, I was trying to get some. <laughs> Take your outfit, change it around. <laughs> Change it around, change it around, Mimi. Come on, Mimi. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you say something about my my grandfather fucked Marlena Dietrich? Well, that was editing. That was editing. That was my father fucked Marlena. It was it was the PA that crazy. I think she's Jewish girl. That one with the dark hair that used to be like not a PA but a producer for Untucked. Um. Oh. Oh. Yes came in and she told me her whole life story the day before her her father was a, a bit player in old Hollywood um, in the 50s or whatever and he had an experience with Marlena Dietrich and this is one of the stories she told me and then the other story was she told me she found out her boyfriend was an alcoholic when he finally crashed the car and she was in it and they, he was drunk and that's how they found out he was an alcoholic he died, by the way. So I was amped up to yell. Yara Sophie and I were yelling at the cameras. I love it. Oh, God. Season one, huh? I love it. I love how something that you could think from TV has so much more story to it. Well, see, I was, I get angry, and I was, yeah, we were yelling at the cameras, and I was yelling at her, your father fucked Marlena Dietrich. It's like, bitch, this is Hollywood. What the fuck are you doing? This is, you know, you're. Treating us like shit here. Excuse my mouth, right? Watch your mouth, RuPaul. <laughs> Excuse um, your mouth. But, you know, this is Hollywood. This isn't my first time in Hollywood. I've been acting already. Yeah. We've already been doing things. I've been on videos. I, they don't keep me away from craft services. I've been selected. I've modeled. I've already done all this stuff. Why are you doing this now? Girl, you same. Know, treating us like that, you know? I, I, I complained a lot, too, and I've done all the things that you've done like that. So we knew how we should be treated, and they didn't. It was not a good set to be a contestant on. No, it's it's really hard. We are back. Wow. So based on like what we've seen in this clip episode in this mm -hmm. season, our final three is pretty strong. Yeah. I mean, you have, you know, it's down to anyone who watches the show, I think could say it's down to two. Rebecca is kind of a write-off for me. Well, Rebecca is as different from Nina as Nina, Nina is, is different, different from, from Bibi. <laughs> That's what RuPaul does as the intro. Which is Rebecca. the most diplomatic uh, yeah. intro for basically saying, well, I don't give a shit about this girl, <laughs> but what about this girl? It's it's the most roundabout way I've ever seen something talked around. So I applaud RuPaul for that. <laughs> I applaud RuPaul for many things. We see sort of this prototype of, like, a final three where it's sort of like, it, it almost feels like one of the girls is there to stir up shit. Agitate. So yeah. that there's still tension and mm -hmm. drama happening. 
uh it's setting it up for a showdown end. yeah yeah even when there's only three people left you still have fifi there uh you know mm-hmm. you, you still, still have, have courtney there. there you still have courtney there well i'm I'm not saying that because i'm degrading my friend literally but courtney we know it was courtney in third because that tie thing they did that pretty much made everybody know that adore and bianca were probably first and second because they wouldn't have you know filmed yeah. something it's a way of throwing off the trail yeah 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 i wasn't disrespecting my sister yeah never do that <laughs> never disrespect (laughs) (laughs) i have been disrespected upon (laughs) oh my gosh um do you think that uh the girls were shy why the fuck am i reading this that's what it sounds like when i try to read are you on the last page go to the last page oh i see who will win yeah i'm like trying to rephrase it back start a conversation about something we talked about three (laughs) thirty minutes ago we see a little bit of the um, audition tapes of the final three, which is great. Um, Nina is uh, Nina, tr- Nina trade flowers. Mm-hmm. Uh, she looks like Willem's brother. <laughs> and so therefore Willow wanted to fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Nina, I'd still fuck him. Ooh, yes. See? That's what I said every time I saw a picture of him as a boy. You said yes. Yes. Give me that sister dick. Yes. Sister Ooh. dick will not necessarily make you sick. Nope. Unless it, it or someone it knows has suffered from a severe case of the Viva Glams. <laughs> oh, my God. Ooh, he looked good before he was tatted, too. Yeah. Those tattoos ain't covering nothing. Ooh. Ooh, he's beautiful. I mean, that's the great thing about this final three. This is the first introduction of drag to, like, the world at large. Mm-hmm. And these are guys that look really great out of drag, and then they turn into these stunningly beautiful women. So it's very, like... And I think Drag Race, especially now, is very into the transformation, the complete difference. Yeah, I agree. Totally. They want to see that, you know, uh, that you can do both. You can do the interview chair and you can do the main stage. Yeah, that's why on All Stars 3, I thought, okay, Trixie for sure is going to win. And Trixie was nervous. She's like, I don't know. And I was in the cab and I was like, honey, who can you imagine doing press for a full day after winning? You or Kennedy? Who could you imagine talking and doing all that and like representing the brand really well? And I was like, it's going to be you, Trixie. It's not going to be Kennedy. And he was like, really? And I was like, yeah, definitely. I think that applies to this as well, to season one, because you can kind of see... I could see BB easily doing a day of press about the show. Yeah. yeah. Nina, I don't know. Well, who knows? Yeah, it would have been fun. Yeah, most definitely. She would have done a DJ set. She would have done a, a yeah. flip upside down. Yeah, they're like, these are phoners. Oh, no, FaceTime me, loca. <laughs> I just flip. Yeah, she's amazing. We love her. Look at BB, young male model. Oh, she has the lip sync origin story. Yeah. Well, I was at a fashion shoot and, fashion or photo. a fashion show. Fashion show. I was going to walk as a male in a suit, and then one of the female models canceled. And look at me with this piece in the car. Oh my goodness! I happen to have a pussycat wig in the car, <laughs> and, uh, and I happen to fit the gown. And I bought tights in nude, opaque, or white. <laughs> 
It's the same story as Lipsinka, but it's a classic story. And it's sort of like you you literally fall into drag and mm-hmm. then there you have it. I'm sure she was a huge hit. I'm sure she walked last. No, oh, yeah. Stole the show. Gave it to him. Yeah. She wore the Muse gown, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Are you at this the same level of social as Alaska as you are when you're not Alaska? In no. your opinion. You're not? No, I don't think I'm... Uh, I don't think I'm as loud and effusive when I'm not in drag. And I notice it. It's like drag is like a drug almost because I notice the way that it changes. Like I, I talk more and louder and it's, it's noticeable to me when I'm around people I'm really close with and people I trust Mm -hmm. and I'm not in drag, then it's probably pretty much the same thing. But like I can, once I have all the armor on, I can go out and be in, you know, uncomfortable social situations and manage it. Nice. How about you? I think um, what you said is probably maybe 60% the same with me, mm-hmm. but I also, um, I yeah, I'd, I'd say it gives you a little, it definitely gives me a little bit more courage, but at the same time, I'm still, um, I'm always the same asshole. Yeah, it's not a different person. Yeah. It's just the volume's turned up a little. Yeah, and when people say, oh, when you put on your character, and I'm like, it's it's not really a character, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's a high-concept character. It's high art. (laughs) Read a book. (laughs) You smile a lot more. Like, you're equally outgoing, like, talking to people or getting what you want, but when you have a hat on... Oh, I love wigs. Yeah, you're just like... Oh, I'm a woman. What's a wig? I never it's, tried that. It's it's weird. You'd hate it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, don't, don't worry. Glasscock's audition tape, I mean, looks great. She's obviously really beautiful. She's an energetic performer. She also, they show her wearing that Tatiana jailbreak dress. Oh, the good, good the Miss black Stripe one? Stripes, uh-huh. yeah. That one must have gone done the rack to Charlotte Roos. Girl. It's a, definitely a little scoochy dress. Yeah. From the looks of it, it looks like Rebecca's the bitch at her local mm-hmm. she's performance the one. bar. She's the one. She's beautiful. She's tall. She's lovely. She turns it out. She does a blonde ponytail. She has a blonde ponytail and a jailbreak dress. Done. Am I mad? Uh-huh. And then a good, a good black velvet outfit, too. And a font. She comes at us with at least four different fonts in her audition tape. Girl. That's a lot. See, nowadays, she you, must have known you a guy. could whip that up on your phone. But this was 2007? Fonts, uh, plural. Try and put a title on a video in 2007. Good luck. You, she had to hire someone. I, I, my first YouTube video was uploaded in 2008. I didn't do shit with it. I didn't know how to. So Calpurnia had to do. what was it, by the way? Um, the Vagina Song? I want a real vagina there, so fucking bad. Uh, we don't have clearance. Ah! Um... Oh, I remember watching that video. And it's mm-hmm. budget. Girl, it had a budget, honey. It, you were in a swimming pool in a mansion. You had a driving scene. That was my scene. house. That was you my had house. A driving scene. Of Malibu, yeah. Girl, yeah. bye. I had like, I had a lot of looking. Pulling stunts. You know, I made it look good. You know how I like to make a budget work? It was a, it was a low budge. It was my normal budget. It did not look low budget. Michael Serato. Fully high budge. Yeah. It was yeah. it was the one I turned it. Yeah. yeah. I think vid- my video set a bar for a certain, you know. Oh yeah. Level. Still. Yeah. 
Still do, still does. Current. 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 Oh. <laughs> Absolute current. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your Miss Absolute Current. <laughs> I'm your Miss Absolute Starfruit. <laughs> Sounds a starfish make. Oh my God. So, um,. I guess all we have to do is watch the finale, and then we'll see what's up. I wonder who's going to win. Oh, my God. I hope they win a sickening supply of $25,000. Are you Team BB, Team Nina, or Team Rebecca Glasscock? The winner will receive a photo spread in paper magazine, an eyewear campaign with LA Eyeworks, uh, also, the routing on the absolute tour. Bing, bang, boom, boom. Atlanta, Spokane, Detroit, San Diego. They put the dots in the little wait, air, wait, wait, wait. airplane lines wait, go from city to city. Okay, it looks East like. East coast to west, coast to west, because the east coast. So it's, it's LA to Detroit, and then <laughs> Detroit to Omaha, Omaha to DC, DC to uh, Portland, Portland to Houston. Uh-huh. Then, wait, Houston to New York, New York to Dallas, Dallas to Florida, Florida to Virginia, Virginia to Phoenix. That is the fucking routing. It is the worst routing in the world. And then it's $20,000 with dollars spelled out. Yes. You and win. you get Absolute Vodka. You get a Viva Glam campaign. Um, th- and, and uh, never mind. I love this show. It's I good, always have. It's a well-produced show. It's so exciting. Seeing the artistry of all our friends and like peers yeah. and like seeing Matthew's old vintage work, which we may have like, you know, just all seeing all of this artistry that our industry makes yeah and it, these are the cool kids mm-hmm. i think so people look to us and i have so much respect for all the queens who walked the first season me too including the ones that fell hey Akasha. girl hallelujah i love her they laid the groundwork they opened the doors and inspired uh, other probably messy bitches hallelujah and everybody else who ever wanted to put on a wig i encourage uh everyone to Go get this season however you want to get it and watch it because it's really good. That's what they say at the clinic. Just watch it. Get it how you get it, oh. however you want to get it. And then <laughs> That's watch not it. what they say at the clinic. Well, I go to a different doctor. Uh, I have a PPO. Every week. <laughs> Shut up. Different doctor, they refuse to treat you. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I give them different names. I say, thank you. I'm William Bartimus Bilal. Uh, <laughs> thank you for listening to uh, Race Chaser. And I'm Willem. <laughs> and I'm Alaska. I was like, what's next? You can rate our podcast. Oh, there's whole kinds of other notes that we're going to no, tell we you now. New things. Look at us. You can rate our podcast and comment about how fantastic it is. And subscribe to make sure you know when each new episode comes out. Make sure you follow the dolls at Willem and at the only Alaska 5000. Post and tweet the house down booets at hashtag race chaser. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever. Dog. 
Race Chaser with Alaska and Willem is a forever dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Sound designed by Mike Malarkey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck, which is available on iTunes. Wherever fine music is sold. Mm.